once again to another belated episode of uh late night layover um we've been losing track of time and not to mention the release of the greatest game to come out this year thus far yes monster hunter has been keeping me uh occupied i lost a little bit of track of time but i'm back on track uh as always it's your boys your boy from the north the great white north howdy howdy and i am currently in the south representing them uh playing away team it's your boy oro raul if you wanna you wanna get personal with it here's the thing though here's the thing ever since we talked about that disgusting vienna sausage conversation yeah i see that stupid bunt in my dreams <laughs> the the bunt of uh spaghettios with vienna sausages in the middle seared into my memory <laughs> it pops up every now and then and i just can't get it out of my head and it's i just... don't know whose fault it is because it's definitely not mine i would never do this to myself no it can never be you 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 no. would never do this to yourself i would never hurt me like this So how you how you been, man? How's your uh, week been going? Uh, my week's been pretty chill. Uh, haven't done a too much. Uh, been mostly streaming. When I have been, uh, I've been streaming a whole lot this week specifically. But you know, it's it's kind of wanting to have more of a me week and just kind of relax a little bit. You know. I get that. I get that. I'm putting out so much content that I just, you know, just got to step back for a little bit, you know, take it all in. Also, I had a nine hour stream on Monday, so <laughs> yeah, that kind of, that kind of gave me, played Halo? Uh, no, that was not when I played Halo. That's why I played Lego Star Wars, oh. uh, Mara North. I feel like I was there for that. Uh, or I might've been the one before that. I think you were there for the one before. I didn't. I don't think I saw you pop in at the uh, second one, but it was still a really fun stream, even though it was nine hours. Holy shit! Longest stream to date. You know we gotta go for that twenty-four. What's coming out? What's coming out that would be that both of us would be like super into for like a twenty-four hour stream? Hmm. Oh fuck! I don't even. I haven't been keeping up with games that are coming out. All I know is that Monster it's Hunter came game. out because everyone I know is like super into Monster Hunter. You know what? For good reason. For good reason. Monster Hunter might be the greatest game functionally that's ever been created, and here's why. Here's why. Because no game so properly remembers what a game is. They forgot for a second when they made World. World had a lot of unskippable cutscenes. It had the weirdest online, the weirdest, but a very weird online system where you would have to join the game, see the cutscene, and then other people could join the game, yeah. which means you and all your friends would have to join the, the, the mission or the quest, start it, and then three of you would have to back out and join the other person. Oh my god! It was such a dumb. It was such a dumb system that made no sense. 
Uh, luckily, that's not the case anymore. Uh, now you can take your friends with you. Not only can you take them straight away, but if you are a type of person who's like, I do not care about the story at all. Uh, if you hunt straight in the gathering hub, it uh, which is your online quest kiosk kiosk hub it's a hub i don't know why i try to find another word it's a place where everybody can see each other hang out yeah and uh once if you go straight into that you can just progress there you don't have to do the village quest at all however one thing we realized is if you are a person who does like to play solo if you do put enough work into the solo story uh it'll go ahead and move you up ranks in online already so you mm. don't have to necessarily beat a bunch of low level stuff only thing about this system that is i don't know how you fix it either that i find annoying is that there's a clear separation between high rank and low rank uh and they basically just give you the same set of armor over again but now you have slots to add skills to what this means is that unlike past games where there's a cool visual upgrade between low rank and high rank, uh, my Zenogre set looked exactly the same. Just stat changes. Kind of sucked. Kind of sucked. As someone who plays Monster Hunter for the aesthetics, seeing armor sets be basically cut in half, I guess, kind of sucks. Aww. Um, That aside... The game is still so fun. Riding monsters. You can play Pokemon within the game now. Uh, they've added pseudo PVP where you can ride a monster. Your partner can ride a monster as well, but you can fight the monsters on top of each other. And whoever topples first, you get that. You get that win. It's not official, but if you really want to get PVP done in Monster Hunter, it's totally possible now. But I think uh, the most frustrating part is because we have now fully settled into the global cycle. Uh, I'm starved for content. I basically like, you know, when somebody's like, oh, yeah, I beat the game. Uh, no, I beat the game. I have 190 hours in. Uh, every quest has a check mark on it now. So. I can go farm some weapons, but until this April drop, I'm kind of just waiting. <laughs> Damn. Which isn't a bad thing. I loved every minute of it, but I do wish there was more. This is true. Honestly, the next step is I'm just waiting for more people to get the game. I'm helping uh, a couple friends who got it, who started with World. Luckily, they had a switch line around, and they've hopped into it too. So as soon as they are available, I'm playing with them again. But that's basically what I'm doing now. I'm just trying to get more Monster Hunter into my life whenever I can. Which begs the question, my good man who owns a switch, mm. uh, when are you getting on this bandwagon? Uh, when, when am I hitching my wagon to the Monster Hunter train? <sighs> I don't know. 
Oh, maybe. Dude, everybody's playing it. Even, uh, people I follow for like Street Fighter content and other fight game content, they yeah. are playing it too. Yeah, I and know. I, I love seeing it. Tasty Steve was playing it. I love seeing uh, people who are hunting not only on the Switch for the first time, but for the first time, period. It's pretty fun. Hmm. I mean, like, I, I do know. get my uh whatchamacallit my tax return at some point but i'm not sure it's only so much and i do need to save listen listen hear me out hear me out hearing you out this is this is the best way to think about it and this is how i think about 90 percent of the choices i make i'm about to reveal to you you know how the uh, Matsuda method is the describing the process of getting those shiny Pokemon? This is describing the process of obtaining items that you would not because you don't think you should. And this is the Raul method of purchase decision making. I am giving you a capture card for free. But it technically has a worth to it. So as long as you spend less than that capture card on yourself, you come out even. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, when you're right, you're right. (laughs) Am I wrong? You're not wrong. When I found my coffee maker... That was money I would have spent on a coffee maker. It's worth like $100. That means if I spend $90, I come out on top. I I mean, yeah. But also Switch games cost like $90. True. But that's the Canada tax. Unfortunately, there's there's nothing. The... uh, the method does not take into account the Canada tax. Yeah. Unless, yeah. unless you take the price of a capture card in Canadian dollars and then everything still works out. Yeah. Um, I do like, I do know there is one thing that I like for sure. When I get my return, I am getting, it's going to be a new mic with like a shock mount and a pop filter all sorts of just stuff. Like that's a guarantee. I'm basically kind of upgrading my from this current mic to uh, something a little bit better. There you go. That's the start. I don't know. What's your internet like right now? It's kind of okay. It's decent. Because I was going to say. If we're budgeting out the individual pieces of the new setup, I would say a camera should be the last thing that you add. Just because a mic <coughs> is just going to be an easy plus. The yeah. stand is an easy plus. The camera is going to impact your stream uh, bandwidth-wise. Yeah. Yeah, I, yeah, I know. Like, 
just using like the onboard camera on my fucking laptop was enough to make like a noticeable difference with my stream. Yeah, I was under the impression that I had a good PC. You know what I'm saying? I had a yeah. I've got an i7. I've got 16 gigs of RAM. I've got a 2060. It's not the top of the line graphics card, but I figured it would be able to handle a camera. It cannot. If I'm playing a game and I have that camera up, those it just drops. It Drop wants those frames up. like it's hot. Yeah, it want it wants some of that power. It's like no, 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 no. I need that. It's like, I mean, like, what do you do about it at that point? Do you get like a Bluetooth camera? So it's not like a direct, like, dude. I don't even know. Honestly, power. I don't fucking honestly, know. Honestly, honestly, do you know what you do? What you do? You stop playing games on PC and you start playing console. I mean, yeah. <laughs> you you know how you let your computer not sweat every time you play a game? You plug that uh, what you call it? Like the capture card. You plug that console in, and then the computer goes, Wow, I've got so much free space here. Oh, I guess we can use this camera now. Let's not slow yeah. everything down this time. Yeah. What well, let's just it's gonna be nice whenever the uh the package arrives. Uh man, it's gonna be fucking good. Um Yeah, we got a we got a little outing tomorrow. I'll get it done tomorrow. Ah, okay. I was like, did you send it already? Because my, my birthday's coming very soon, my man. Yeah, we've been in the, uh, how would you call it? Kind of kind of self-imposed lockdown for a little bit. Yeah, no, I get that. I get that. I can't, like, it's looking like here that we're going to go into a lockdown again because we've got, like, 17 billion variants going around. All sorts of fucking shit. It's, it's getting a little grim around here. You know what? That said, I'm glad the government has its priorities straight and they're trying to get everybody uh be able to vaccinate by the 19th to be ready for 420. Yeah. So they can pass blunts. Yeah. Blunt, blunt, uh, dream blunt rotation must be fulfilled by the 19th. That said, I want to try to get it before that because yeah. I don't want to have to fight for an appointment with uh, a billion other adults. Yeah. Try to get it at the same time. Yeah, so I will a, be calling Monday the latest. Yeah. To apparently it's free. I don't know if uh, it's been announced free for Canada yet. Uh, but if you're listening to this, uh, it's totally free. They ask you for insurance so they can make some money. They'll bill insurance if you have it. But if you just put no insurance, they can't charge you. Yeah. So you should absolutely go get vaccinated. Uh, apparently there's a 48 hour period of headaches and little fever. But yeah, that's just the vaccine doing its thing. Your body also being like, what the fuck is did you just put in me? The other thing is, I also saw that apparently it's only rated to last for at least six months, which anytime I read the words at least, that means six months is all we can properly rate it for. Anything beyond that, you're, you're up to you. Okay. Uh, which means every six months is a new vaccine or hopefully it's better in six months. But Hopefully we have a better understanding by like six months. We have like, this is the vaccine that is going to keep this shit out of you for the next 10 to 15 years. Or do you know what the other version is? Uh, what's the other version? Maybe, maybe all the, all the people who were anti-vaxxers are dead in six months. And yeah, they, that's it. They get, they get COVID, they die. And now COVID has been eradicated because everyone who had the vaccine didn't pass it on. And so no one can get it now? Is that how that works? Could 
Not is that what they're planning, but could that work is the better question. Who knows? Yeah, like the problem we're facing here is that we're just not, we're running out of vaccines. We're still waiting on more shipments of them to get up here. Where are they coming from? Uh, United States. We're, we're relying on you guys. Oh, that's a bad idea. You don't want to do that. Yeah, I, I kind of saw that coming. Not only is America not there when you call, but they are never on time. They fucking ghost you. I got ghosted today by my good boy Seth when I was asking him if he wanted to go for a walk with me and my boy Austy. Damn. And then we got a message back that I was like, sorry guys, I was busy uh, getting meat rave to make jerky, so I'll make you guys some free jerky next time. So in the end, life finds a way. Oh, that's not ghosting. Bro, you just didn't see the message. He didn't. I bet he ghosted us because he was making jerky. Now he feels bad for ghosting us. Now we get jerky. (laughs) Nah, the true ghosting is when you don't even feel bad. Yeah. Hey, what's up? What you guys up to? (laughs) It was like, you fucker. Just be like, I never saw any message. I don't know what you're talking about. Good luck. (laughs) Pray for you. What? What? Why? You know why. You know why. (laughs) Walking. It's COVID out there, homie. Um, uh, just trying to remember what I did. Uh, had a nine hour stream. It was Easter. Had some spent spent a little time with my mom, my sister. Had a nice uh, Easter dinner. Yeah, that dinner. that's that didn't. I almost said that startled me. It didn't quite startle me. Uh, I wasn't that. You're just like, huh? I was just like, why are you guys getting together on Easter? That's not a thing I've ever heard of that people have like Easter dinner. Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a, at least a thing in my family. I think it really depends on like if your family's like very religious or like they kind of like celebrate that kind of thing. Oh, my family is super religious. Then I guess it might just like depend, because uh, like my family's not super religious. We just kind of I I like to think that we just took it as an excuse to like you know get the family Hang together, out. have a nice dinner. In the name of the Lord. Young Jeezy? Yeah, Young Jeezy. Akon and Young Jeezy. (laughs) (laughs) The one thing I will say is, I don't know if you are aware of this. I think I might have mentioned it at some point just offhandedly. But uh, I am very much like Wooly. Like American Wooly. Yes. Uh, In that my family is from the Caribbean, super religious. And uh, what part of the Caribbean? Uh, Antigua. Uh I got some Antigua, some Barbado. But the most important weird part of that is, and I don't know if it's a thing that the whole Caribbean is this way, but his family and I uh, both share the same religion as well. They're Seventh Day Adventists, which sounds like a cult, but it isn't. Yeah, I I know what a Seventh Day Adventist is. But for the people that may not know, it's. Basic. Listen, religions is the same. The only real difference is we uh, congregate on Saturday instead of Sunday because it is believed that uh, Saturday is supposedly the true holy day. Yeah. And that Constantine changed the calendar at some some something like that. That made everybody switch to Sunday uh, because of the Catholic Church. But in reality, that's the only difference. It's the same Bible, 
the the King James version, New King James version. Yeah. It's all the same words, just arranged differently, uh, mm-hmm. and always interpreted wrong. Yes, <laughs> because the the seventh day the Lord rested after you know making the world over the past six days. So the Sunday was supposed to be for everyone to rest. You know, oh, take it hold easy. Hold on, let me let me get let me add one clarification because I almost forgot. Uh, I said it is similar in that I assumed other people had the knowledge of it because of Wooly having some kind of clout associated with him. So I figured they knew through him. Uh, the other big difference is, whereas if you're Catholic or Baptist, uh, by noon, 1, 1 p.m., you're out and you're on your bike and you're having fun with your friends again. Yeah. Seventh-day Adventist congregates from like 9 a.m. And then if you're lucky... 9 p.m. It's a 12-hour engagement. Whole and day. I'm going to be honest with you, technically, it starts sundown on Friday. So sundown on Friday, <laughs> if, you're, if you're very religious, I'm not even lying. Sundown on Friday is when uh, my grandparents, because that's who I grew up with, and my aunts would be like, oh, no TV. Of course, we were playing Game Boy in the room while nobody was looking. But they're like, no TV. It's It's the Sabbath. Is what it's called. Yeah. So you can't engage in TV. Technically, I think for Jews, you're not even supposed to cook. You could say Jews. Jews is not a slur, is it? Uh, no, I don't believe yeah, so. You gotta, you gotta, I, I can gotta ask my careful. my Jewish friend. Yeah, with those of the Jewish faith, that is also a thing I believe. Like you're you're not supposed to cook. Like there's no there's no malice in your voice when you're saying that when you're we're just yeah, calling it them. It sounds a, wrong though Jews. because yeah, I, every yeah. time you know what it is. I know the slur for Jews, but I've heard racists say the word Jew in a very aggressive manner. Very, very aggressive, so negative it makes it tone. sound bad. It's like yeah. when somebody says black in a weird way, and you're like, dude. I sometimes hear like some because guess what? Who would have thought a country bumpkin family can sometimes come across a little bit racist? Yeah, it's like when you. When you hear somebody overemphasize like Chinese and you're like or black and you're just like technically Chinese is fine. It's fine. It just said it. <laughs> it made it sound so rotten. What the fuck? We're... Tone has so much power. It's so much power. So that's a thing that we share with the Jewish faith or they share. I don't, I'm not overly religious, but that. Sabbath things shut down. You're not even supposed to operate a car. Um, uh, understanding if it's the Sabbath. Um, that said, uh, I don't think we like participate in Lent or anything like that. But it's just one of those offshoot religions. It's not a mainstream religion. Yeah, it's not something that the president or anyone in actual power would ever actually be. No. That's it, I All I know Bruh. is that my grandpa was in a union church and my grandma was Lutheran. That's all I know. I always loved how uh, different religions would... It's kind of like gangs, let's be honest here. Yeah. <laughs> they, they rep their set and other gangs are just doing it wrong. Somehow. <laughs> somehow like my grandparents would shit on the uh jehovah's witness and the mormons 
And I'm I mean, sure they everyone kind of does. And, and Baptists are like, oh, those Catholics, they don't know what they're talking about. Those they're so weird. They do the amens. And then Catholics and Protestants. Oof. You know what? Everybody's always talking about a race war. I think it's about time we got back to the Holy Wars. You know what? I'm down for some more Holy Wars. It's been they're, a while. Yeah. <laughs> We've been focusing too much on, you know, people's skin color and that kind yeah. of stuff. Let, let's I mean, get down got, to the nitty gritty. Who do you pray Catholics? for? Exactly. Who? Hey, what God do you bow to? Okay. <laughs> and how do you express worship? Wrong. That's not how you're supposed to. <laughs> Dumb. <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> Look at those people over there put their hands together. Disgusting. Couldn't be me. <laughs> no way. Uh-uh. Bowing heads in reverence? Uh-uh. Could not be me, sir. Do you imagine me dunked into a river? <laughs> My sins cleansed away? Disgusting. <laughs> Ew. So yes, that's another thing I've noticed is that um I'm I don't know I can't speak for every person out there who's ever born been born and raised in a overly religious environment. I feel like that totally turns you off from religion. I don't know a single person who grew up in that situation who's like, oh yeah, I totally go to church today. Yeah, no, like. The the most religious, well, the person I know uh, who's been, well, more or less forced to continue practicing his religion uh, just fucking hates it. <laughs> like, he has no say in the matter, despite the fact he is 26. It's not fun being him. I think I was about like 16 when I just stopped. Like I got, I got lucky because my mom and dad were like never really like, like we would only go to church maybe like, like on a Christmas maybe, and even then it was like because we knew the pastor, and like they were cool. Like he's a guest. He's a guest speaker. He wants to show out for uh, for Christmas. He's like, bro, yeah. this congregation right now. Yeah, we go there to support and also, you know, free meal. <laughs> That's another thing. That's another thing, dude. So not only so you know how into religion my family was? How in? We provided the free meal. Oh shit, really? One of my uh so my grandmother when she came to America, uh she had 13 siblings and like 7 of them came and like I think 10 out of 13 were female too. So 13 nurses, I mean, seven nurses came to America. They basically bought a tenement and there was an apartment just filled with my entire family. Um, from there, everybody was doing something. I had an aunt that cooked uh, half the food, the aunt cooked the other half. And guess who had to load the, the van up on Saturday? <laughs> guess who was taking it down the stairs and packing it up nicely in the trunk? And of course, you don't want it to get cold, so it was like thirty lunchboxes in the backs backs of my car. You had to fucking get moving. And then we go, dude. It was arrive at nine. Maybe you have your morning sermon. 
uh that ends like noon and then from noon to two everybody's in the basement and it's just it's a feast it's a huge potluck which of course by 13 being new york down the block is a bodega so you just walk down and grab some chips and you call that lunch yeah because <laughs> you're a child and you don't understand that this hot food is delicious you want a Dorito, so you go down the block and you grab a Dorito with your friends and your church. And that was the other thing. You had your church clothes, but you also had a jacket, and that's how you was down on them. It, you had your <laughs> your uh like little suit or your tucked in shirt with your tie, but over that you had the the puffy jacket and you had a pair of Jordans or something like that. And that's how you kept it you kept it moving. Yeah, you you had to show out. You had to show out. It was important, even for, for youth in the 90s, in the early 2000s. And I absolutely would do that. Come home. Not come come home. Come back to church. 2 p.m., they're right back in the pews again for like another four to six hours. And then after that, like around maybe seven, most people start going home. Not my family, because the people who are not cooking, they're elders in the church. And an elder is just like, a bishop or something. So yeah. now they got to stay and they got to have uh, like community discussions all the way in the dude. It was a huge church. Like it's not a mega, you know what it was? I'm gonna find a picture of it because you, you know what a mega church is? Uh, I think I know where the mega church is. Uh, but for those that don't know, please explain. So mega churches in America have gotten to the point where they kind of look like giant venues almost. Uh, outside of it kind of looks like a place where you'd go to a rec center. Not in New York, though. No space for that. The New York's uh, Seventh-day Adventist Church, where I grew up, uh, it looks like this. I'm about to link it to you. The shit looks like a castle. It looks like the older part of the city that did not get built up. Mm -hmm. And it's actually quite impressive. Um, however, that also means that it went way higher than it needed to. So this is the, uh, the outside. I'm gonna drop it in discord real quick. This is the outside. Oh, you know, that looks nice. It was real nice. And this is the inside. It looks amazing, but that means that I had to. I had to go up a wild amount of stairs to get to the yeah. the uh, like balcony areas, yeah. and up there at the tippy tippy top is where they'd have the room where they'd get together and have uh, you know discussions about community outreach and stuff like that. But yeah. realistically, because of how old the venue looks, it looks like clandestine meetings for some kind of organization. <laughs> so you're part <laughs> of the Knights like Templar. Yeah, it looks like something. It looks like they're ready for the holy war already and having the meeting up there. And that was always a cool aspect to it. But realistically, that just meant that while everybody else got to go home at seven and catch uh, Adult Swim, uh, we were out by nine. And basically, it took like an hour to get home. So I was out, out the suit instantly trying to catch Inuyasha before it was too late. <laughs> <laughs> I miss Naruto every week. I was heated. That said, I never grew up with arcades. 
nothing was realer than playing melee at the top of that thing because no one would be in the room no one would be in the room while the actual sermons were going on so kids would sneak up there there was a tv they'd hook up a gamecube and we just go up there and play melee the first time i ever played double dash was at the clandestine room of a church well like that at the end of the day, like, thank God for the fucking GameCube's portability that you could fucking do that Bro, shit. that shit had a handle. Nintendo yeah, Marfa, they right? knew. They knew. They were thinking about you, kids. If Nintendo didn't create the Game Boy, I would have been a sad child in church. I don't know if I would have made it. You might, you might have a fucking robe. You might be in, in the clergy right now. Maybe I would be a clergy. <laughs> I, I've, delivered, I've delivered a sermon. Because uh, every, the, America doesn't have Children's Day like Japan does. No. But church does. Oh. And for Children's Day at church, uh, basically, they would select kids uh, who were coming of age and try to give them a role for a day. And the role I got was preacher, center stage for the first time. Oh, ever. shit. Uh, and I, I, had a, I had a sermon uh, of course, I didn't have to write it myself. They wrote it and they gave it to me and I would just go deliver it. It was basically uh, acting. I got a script. I don't know if everyone knew that, but they did hand me a script. I didn't know anything about God. <laughs> that said, I do remember all the stories. Those stories are wild as hell. Yeah, but those stories are crazy. I, I, went, I delivered a speech off the thing. Everybody, I heard about that stupid event for like six years after. Because it's old people who go to church and they'd be like, oh, you did it, you little preacher. And I'm like, thank you. I appreciate your acknowledgement. I'm going to go upstairs and play GameCube. Thank you for, uh, for having me today. <laughs> I was so happy when I was old enough. And you know what? I don't know if you ever had this, but like, I know most families, they go to church for events. Our families went to church constantly. It yeah. was always annoying to have your one day of weekend where you can actually do whatever you want, which not only could you only have one day every week, but you still had homework. So hours out of that day got taken too. Yeah. It really sucked. It really sucked. However, shout outs to my grandma who the opposite of your family where you're like, oh, it's a very special occasion. We got to get to church real quick. We'll be done in a little bit. Uh, when New Year's or Christmas Christmases were around, my grandma would just go like, eh, I don't feel like going out. <laughs> oh, so, damn nice. So we would sleep in, we'd wake up all early, grandma would make us food and be chill day, and it was probably the best times ever. As that and the other times were um because it's New York, whenever a blizzard would roll in, she's like, I'm not going out in that. You guys have fun. I'm like, oh, that's so good. Hell yeah. Thank you so much, God, for sending the bad weather so we don't have to go see you in the in the building. <laughs> oh man. But getting back to our weeks. Uh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um I'm like we're on the fucking topic of church and shit. And I'm just thinking about like the, the stories my mom was telling. And basically like, we didn't really go to church a whole lot, but she did, like, have us do, like, 
like the after church programs mostly so that she could get away from us for a little bit because <laughs> like most of the Was time the my summer? dad's gone he's like uh he's fucking sailing the world and shit so he he he's not there so my mom's like a full-time mom she has to take care of us all the time and like early on, like it was like the only way she'd get a little bit of reprieve. Uh <laughs> dude, my grandma was the same way. Gra- grandma basically not only had to drop us off and pick us up from school during those very early years, uh, but she would cook every day. Luckily she wasn't working. She had been retired, but my grandfather was still working. So from when he woke up before us, went to he was an accountant. Uh he would go out be back by like six but he'd be gone most of the day so she'd be at home chilling doing whatever uh but she was she would be the one who had to take us around new york and i don't know if you noticed but an old person trying to get around new york sucks probably a bad time yeah because they'd have to and you know what she'd always apologize but she never had to we always understood she she was an older person so we didn't go to the movies a bunch and so when we'd go to the movies it'd be like a once a year thing our uncles would mm-hmm. show up for the holidays and they'd take us or something like that. We'd always catch some Christmas Christmas special. Uh, yeah. Or I had cousins who were older who would sometimes help us out. But for the most part, it was just my grandma doing it. And so during the summer, you know, I guess she she felt like during the day, she misses those hours from like nine to four before we got home. So uh, that's, that's the other wave of church stuff where it had... Uh, called vacation bible school oh god they drop us off and it would basically be church five days a week but from like nine to noon and then we just be hanging out outside with all with the other kids yeah church was uh not fun but you know what i will say if you homeschool your kids you should absolutely also make them go to church yeah, they at least need the social contact. That's that's why so I assume much. like it's very, very good thing that church can provide us. You know, you meet people. Like I didn't have the fortune of having the thing where the people you see on a daily basis around your neighborhood happen to be the people you go to school with because there's just too many people for that in New York. Um, what that means is I had three sets of friends who didn't interact and basically meant that like the people you saw at school, I don't know if this was the way for everybody or if it's like now movies have taught me it isn't because in movies, people basically go to school with their friends on the weekend. They hang out with their friends. It's always the same people. Not me. Once I'm doing that nine to three, those friends are gone. I don't even talk to them. There was no Facebook yet. It was on MySpace. Yeah, you have if no you way to, to contact talk, them. If you wanted to talk to your friend about a cool thing you did or a cool place you, you went, you gotta wait till Monday rolls around when that yeah. weekend hits. I feel like there was an in-between of like the 80s era of people having each other's home phone number and the early 2000s of everybody having a cell phone where kids just like stopped contacting people if they lived in certain places. Like, uh, I've talked to the, about this with my sister a bunch and just like, like specifically with me, cause like, I'm a little bit younger than you and, uh, just 
where I grew up in in the 2000s and like just that point in time where my first phone was like a fucking Motorola Razor. And then by the end of high school, I had an iPhone. That's such a fucking jump. That's a huge jump. You want to know an even bigger jump? Uh, my grandma had a phone that was the Nokia phone that yeah. everybody references. My grandma had that phone, and whenever my Game Boy would die, I would play Snake on it. Uh, that's the first phone I ever held. I found an older phone that wasn't quite as fat as the brick, but kind of looks like the generation right before the phones they use in the Matrix. With the like, yeah. Yeah, it's like a brick, but the bottom half has a cover that flips down to reveal the buttons because yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess they didn't know how to make buttons not get dirty back then. <laughs> <laughs> After that, when I was out of high school, the iPhone was out. The iPhone 3GS had uh, just come out when I was a freshman, and by the time I left, the iPhone, iPhone was already different. I think we were on 5. Yeah, I'm just trying to remember what iPhone I had. I think, oh God, dude, do do you remember when we couldn't move our t- our uh, our TVs? I was yeah, they were they were fucking huge. One thing is, I miss CRTs. I want to get a CRT at some point. I want to play more old games. I miss old games. I miss how those look. One thing I will say though, my aunt had this TV, and I don't know if you've seen it. I don't know if your generation missed it. I say as you're like two years, three years younger than me. I don't know if you guys missed it. But one of my aunts, she kind of had some money. And she had a huge TV. But back then, huge TVs were basically like tables. Yeah, like it had were, the big ass back. Were didn't deep. It? Yeah, it had yeah. a huge back. It yeah, took, yeah, yeah. It basically extended an entire wall she had out. I played Sonic on it once and I'm like, this is too much. This is way too big. (laughs) I was like, I gotta back up. We didn't have enough space to be sitting. Like they said, don't sit so close to the TV. The TV could have fell on me and killed me. That's how big the TV was. (laughs) Like, I'm trying to remember. (laughs) And even when it's not that big, growing up, we had one of those TVs that are so big you can't put them on a table. Um, But like, it was almost like a a dresser but the tv built into it and it had a knob on the side and that's what i played sega genesis on god that tv was huge tvs back then were no one could steal them they were anti-theft devices so huge and so heavy that you couldn't steal them the better question is how'd y'all even get it into the house to start with they were so big. They looked like they had to be built in the house. And then it was just a part of the house. Now it was like when you add trim to your walls, you don't take that down. You say that's the house improved and you sell it with that. God, I'm just remembering those fucking TVs. We had one that was like, it, it was, it was one of those big screens. But, like, it had the fucking huge back, and it had to be in a fucking, like, a dresser. Oh, shit. I found it. Hold on. This is the model of TV that was in my in my, uh, my living room. Okay, I didn't have that one. 
Uh, I'll see if I can find the one I'm, uh, the one we had. Ah, oh, fuck. Uh, what was the fucking brand? I'm getting my fucking acronym mixed up with RCV. That's it. <laughs> RCA TV. Uh, what was it? Two. Oh, let's just look up 2005. I want to say. Yeah, that's that's, that's close to what. Also, I love that this uh, this article, the picture that I linked, is from an article that says, "Um, why you pay to recycle your old TV and why it's worth it." <laughs> so, like, you absolutely should get rid of that hunk of junk. Throw it away. I think it was like a 30 inch. Okay, it was like this, but a little bit bigger. Oh, that looks beautiful. I wish I had that right yeah. now. Just imagine that, but just a little bit bigger. We had uh, a similar one, but all black and more rounded. That became my new main when I was uh, the three do the three sixty era. I was still rocking that shitty CRT. Yeah, <laughs> man, Scam I played Fallout Three on the three sixty, and I could not read text. That's how messed <laughs> up it was. Now, do you remember these bad boys? The fucking. TV speaker combo. Fuck yeah. These things were huge oh, behemoths. I, I found my TV. If I could get my hands on this again. Oh, oh yeah. That's a big TV. My uncle had that. He had that. Oh, yeah. I had one of those Panasonics. Dude, that must, be, like that's, that's, that must have been the best selling panasonic thing <laughs> yeah it has to be every everyone in my family had one and i'm pretty sure that everyone i've ever met had one <laughs> panasonic made bank off of this crt because not only did you have the uh the what you call it it's got like i call them the the huggables like the little ledge right there so you can easily pick it up yep but also it got the the cables right at the front because right at the front they right knew. at the front. You, We're not going to make you fuck say, around in the back. Yeah, they go, go, take the Nintendo off the TV. You go, I right, bang, gone. <laughs> Nintendo off the TV, everything's good to go. Your, your parents go out the room, it's your turn to use it again. Boom, right there. Always, always oh. where you can find it. Mom and dad want to put, this, put the, uh, the DVD player in. Boom, it's in. Titanic on VCR? There you go. Boom. Did God. it? See, that's from the golden age where we weren't worried about wires. At some point, the world universally got embarrassed about its wires. Back back in the day, we used to let them hang. Wires were a sign of success. I got things to plug into my TV. <laughs> I see that you don't. And but I brought the, the GameCube. Let's go. The, here we go. I, you know what else is the best? The uh, the what you call it? Um, 
the finally the chance to move away from that stupid like you're basically you're you're being an electrician as a child hooking up your nintendo <laughs> the stupid you you know the plug it's like yeah. a, a circle metal plug and sometimes you have to screw it in it was a a pain and i'm pretty sure i had to unplug other stuff and i get confused oh man i'm trying to remember what that cable's actually called because it has a name I is mean, it S-Cart? It might be the S-Cart, or... No, it's not a coaxial cable. That's something else, I think. Nah, it's not the SCART. No. But, like, I... Yeah, I fucking remember the, that fucking thing. I think it might still be on some new TVs. Is it? it Weirdly enough, yeah. you know what's weird? We have a 4K TV that Pepper bought, like, way before I moved here. Yeah. Um, it's old Samsung. It does not have. Um, is it composite? Yeah, composite. It doesn't have composite cables. Uh, ports. Yeah. So I'm like, damn, I really wanted to play this PS2. So I had to go get one of those adapters to make it work for HDMI. Mm-hmm. And then it worked, no problem. But then it became a mess of cables. And we're living, as I said, We've moved on from that age. Cables are no longer sexy. So I had to stuff it behind the TV. But I wanted to play in the living room. So I take it out to where our fatty 65 inches, the big Vizio, it's got the ports on it. So how is it that a TV made five years later has older ports? I don't know. I don't understand. It, yeah, it, I think it depends on the manufacturer and sometimes the TV itself. Like... If their whole focus is just on like HDMI and uh, 4K, like maybe it's not going to have composite cables. Composability. Compositability. Compositability. Uh, but uh, so, for for some of the, the other ones, though, like they they know you know some of us still want to rock it with uh, the the uh, with the VHS on my 4K TV. <laughs> you know what? Some of us are into it. You know what I'm saying? Bro, I wish... I also wish that we hadn't stopped manufacturing them. Because now people know they're worth something. Yeah. Yeah, like, I would... I would buy this Panasonic fucking TV once again. I would too. But, I would uh, absolutely buy it. It would be a... But, uh... Sit the like room, want... Stare at me. Out stare at it. It's like, it's time. I rub my hand on the screen with all the static. Just sitting next to it, collecting all that radiation. Oh, yeah. I forgot that things used to have the power cord just a part of it. Yeah, it, it was just, like, built in. So, like, if that got fucked... Oh no. Actually I see this I see this Panasonic right now for forty three dollars. It's not the same one. It's got those those cables in the back, but forty three dollars. Forty three dollars, that's not bad. That's not bad. It's not bad at all. But I can see the related items to consider. Used excellent condition, even got the remote. 
is that pile of sodic that we all grew up with. Oh, Jesus. Shipping 174. Oh, mm, yeah, that's crazy. Are anyway, we can make that shipping free. Can I just roll by and pick it up real quick? Like just, just leave it on the on the lawn. No one <laughs> else is gonna take it. Oh yeah, man, I'm missing old games. I'm missing the PS2 era. Yeah, yeah. Um, fuck. What were you talking about before we went on this tangent? Um. I've lost the train of thought as well. I think the Easter dinner, religion, church, kind of pacing myself here. Uh, this one, I did something else with my week. This one, I did. You talked about. Oh, well, you know what? You know what? We haven't talked about on this very podcast. The Zack Snyder cut. Oh, have we really not? We have not. Oh, my God. That movie. It was good when I saw it, but I've cooled off. Yeah, same. <laughs> I I thought it was okay. I, I don't think it was the 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 greatest movie like a lot of DC fans were fucking claiming it to be. Here's, you know what the problem is? It's it's a fine movie. It's a fine movie. I enjoy watching it. It's definitely the best DC movie I've seen so far. But DC has a problem that Zack Snyder can't fix with his cut. And that is that at the base level, before you even get into uh, the issues of writing or pacing or movie length or the fact that for some reason it needs to be in four by three to protect his vision uh, because Zack Snyder has bad eyes, I guess. And he can't see things that are widescreen. I guess. The problem with DC for me personally is that not a single person in their costume department can adapt a comic to the big screen. And I don't know if part of Marvel's play was, I want you to get every costumer out there and monopolize them so that they can't work for anybody else. And then we'll, that's how we'll win. Because one thing I'll give Marvel is that they have takes they've taken some of the worst outfits in history. Thor's outfit in his comic looks like garbage. It's pretty trash. Captain America looks like it garbage. Looks goofy. Spider-Man might be one of the few that are just great. He, he's always kind of had drip. He's always had that he's always had that look that you go, I wouldn't the- mind wearing that even today. Uh Black Widow looks fine, I guess. But I mean, she's just hot girl in skin tight suit. That's pretty it. much, pretty much. And the day. Who, who else is a Hawkeye? 
His looks Dolph, like garbage. Ugh, his trash. Hulk, Hulk is get, just he's just got purple pants. He's a shirtless, <laughs> he's a shirtless dude, which you, you, it's not hard to go wrong with shirtless dude. But for the most part, Iron Man even got the beauty treatment where yeah, because like I always thought he off. looks goofy in the fucking comics. He did look goofy. In fact, the metal plating worked in such a way that like it looked like he had plates on the side of his knees for some reason. All that taken care of when they put him in put him in the live action. In fact, I think Marvel did so well, and I know people who are fans of the DC movies are going to say, oh, you can't talk about DC without bringing up Marvel. Is because, yes, there's only two of you, and the other person is doing what I like right now. So I have to bring up Marvel. And I think they solidified their position by making the Iron Man suit look so goddamn good from the get-go. Like... It's 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 so good. It's iconic. I like, tell you right now, Iron Man from if, Iron Man One looks fucking incredible. You know what the worst part is, and you know what the best review I can give uh, Zack Snyder's Justice League Iron Man suit ten years ago looks better than Cyborg suit last year. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know Hard what the DC's obsession with sharp pieces of metal that make everything untouchable <laughs> is, but uh, you know what? I will say this. I feel like Wonder Woman has a good costume designer. Yeah. Batman's is okay. It's passable. It's okay, but uh, it's, it's certainly not the best. It's definitely not the best. You could do a lot with Batman and giving him a suit that is basically made from the undersole of track shoes is not what you go for. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> having having my boy Iron Man show up and flying it is not exactly what I was hoping for. Uh, <laughs> uh Aquaman is I think he's okay, but that's Aquaman most Aquaman works. Like he, it works. that's I, I would give that more on Jason Momoa just looking like a fucking god. Um if if he was kind of scrawny, that wouldn't work as nearly as well. No, well, but he's like fucking Roy Magoo. <laughs> Superman is just a one-to-one from the comic, but his comic looks pretty good. I don't know and, why they did my man Cyborg like that. Why yeah, is so Cyborg... Oh, yeah. He looks like a robot with a human head that's CG. <laughs> it, it sucks, because I really like Cyborg. I thought he was very good in the film. But like I think he did pretty well as well. But I like, it just I did not like how he looked. Showing them here's here's the worst part of the movie to me. You know what the worst part of the movie is? Where they decided that uh, Cyborg needs to take the huge departure away from every other version. Honestly, if they if they had taken the Teen Titans outfit and adapted that, that would have been perfect. That, that would have been great. sick. I was like, literally, the whole time I was like, you could have just taken the Teen Titans look and it would have been perfect. And you would have gotten a bunch of Teen Titan fans to go, damn, that looks sick. Oh shit, that's my boy! And they could have done the the cool, like, half brain thing. That looked, that could, could it's a waste. It's a waste. It's gone now. The problem is, is that they make this and then they go, shit, we still got to put clothes on him. And so you have. You have a fucking collection of sharded metal that is now wearing a hoodie 
and you're like, you look terrible, sir. You're not fooling anybody. Everyone <laughs> knows you're Cyborg. <laughs> it's like, yeah, dude, you sure are incognito. Like, could you imagine if he looked anything? Because, like, I watched my friend North play uh, Metal Gear Rising tonight. And I was like, could you imagine if Cyborg looked any bit like Raiden in that? That could have that that be looked cool. Even that, that could have cool. been better. The 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 what you call it the sh- the blades coming out of Raiden's shoulders a little much, but you know what? It's a lot better than looking like the in between transform sequence of a transformer. <laughs> it got stuck midway through. <laughs> he looks like he's halfway done transforming. And you know what, DC? If you want to take that and run with it, and in the next movie just redo his his whole thing, that. That works. I'll overlook it. I'll pretend I didn't even see it. But uh, yeah, that the costumes ruin that movie for me. I like the story. Uh, no, let me not say that. The story was adequate. I enjoyed the story. I still think it was dumb. And also, how do you fuck up Martian Manhunter? That's a good question. He's just a green man with no eyebrows. I was going to ask you what you thought of Martian Manhunter in that. Because I was like, why does he look like that? He looks big scary. I know he should be a little bit, like, a little bit, like, strange looking because he's a Martian. But, like, I don't know. It's just something about his appearance. Here's why he shouldn't look strange. Because he's never looked strange. It's based on somebody already. And the, the person that I went in going, oh, Martian Manhunter is going to be in this. I can't wait till he show. Who is that? Why is his head doing all that? In fact, apparently he appears in another property on uh, in the DC collection. I think it's Supergirl. The Supergirl version of him looks way less weird. I don't know what they did for uh, for justice league and why they decided that this is how we gotta mess this up but it was it's rough i'm just looking it up in uh oh i have it in front of me i'll go ahead and link it yeah it look wow he looks way better what the what the fuck are you doing i dc can't even properly use its own characters like you use the better version on the TV show that nobody's going to watch and you save your big budget for lizard man with thir- why does he have so many scales on his face? He shouldn't have scales. That and is bad. he a part of the X-Men? Why does he have those shoulder things? I don't know. man. I don't know what they're doing over there. He looks like Magneto, but dying. He looks like dying Magneto. It's fucked up. That's fucked up, man. And I feel like it's more fucked up when you realize that they already got it more right. And then they got further away from the source material for some reason. (sighs) But yeah, saying it's not my favorite is an understatement. Uh... Like, overall, it was alright. It was an okay movie. 
I don't regret my time watching it, but like it was four fucking hours. That's a lot of fucking movies. Yeah, that's the other thing. Like I've seen the Marvel movies like a million times at this point because the MCU is kind of like my Lord of the Rings. I'll be honest with you. Yeah. If I'm just doing the dishes or I'm cleaning the house, I'm going to throw up Iron Man 1 or Winter Soldier or Civil War or something like that because I like it. It's fun to see all these uh, basically all these yeah. action figures go up and smash up against each other. Yeah. But I would never do that for Justice League. Also, <laughs> nothing... Infinity Stones aside, I am never... I never have more fun than when I hear about what DC calls things. The fact that he's looking for the anti-life equation is the wildest thing in the world. (laughs) (laughs) Like, it's... Like you're know. you're steps away from just calling it the final solution. <laughs> but like and I, I like how I go, the anti-life equation. Okay, I buy it. Let's find out more about this this character. I Google it. A I think like it's a thing where isn't there like an anti-death equation? And so. the Martians or something. Like it's I think the the story is he stumbles upon a race who has solved all their problems because they understand the anti-death equation. And he's like, well, if this exists, then anti-life must exist. <laughs> and, and that starts his search. I'm like, this man does, he goes on a quest to find something he didn't even hear about. He just came up with it. <laughs> <laughs> he fooled himself. into the, Well, obviously the other thing got to be real, right? My man is over here positing and going, I'm going to devote my life to this. <laughs> and I bet when his followers find it, he's, he's, he's not excited because, yes, he can use it. That's not even the biggest part for him. The biggest part is he called it. He knew it. <laughs> it's not about getting it. It's about being right. <laughs> he's he's i don't know if you remember this but he's joel in the animated adventure when the world is ending and it's all coming down and he's going i was right i was right like that is the most dude thing ever because like we'll fucking go to the ends of the earth just to prove that we were right and you were wrong (laughs) we're all gonna die now but guess what i knew it was out here i knew i was right as you like fade away into the ether. But God, do you know what my other favorite is? That's fun. That was a fun thing to discover after watching that movie. But for a long, this is, this is not like an isolated incident because crisis on infinite hurt earths recently happened. Mm-hmm. And I remember joking with pepper. I love it. And I have to check it out because Crisis on Infinite Earths sounds like such a dumb thing. I gotta know what it's about. I gotta see these Infinite Earths. Did you know there's Crisis on some Earths as well? (laughs) (laughs) I basically went on my own dark side thought process and I went, well, if there's Crisis on Infinite Earths, 
there's got to be a crisis on at least two Earths at a time <laughs> at some point, right? Do we have several different... Co- we absolutely do. There are several different events that deal with crisis on certain amounts of Earths. <laughs> and I don't know whether it is the beginning or the end of this culmination of series or if they're connected at all but then apart from crisis of infinite earths there's also an infinite crisis so we're (laughs) at some point people are just getting lazy and just throwing the same words together in different fucking organizations and calling it movies and i love it i love that someone at dc said this might as well happen this works go ahead print it The ride never ends. The crisis never ends. <laughs> There's always a crisis, and in a, a certain number between one and infinite is always involved. There's always at least a few Earths involved. And uh. I find that, like, it was, I think, like, Crisis on Infinite Earths was like their reset or something like that. Like, it preluded. Yeah. Uh, a reset of their universe. I like that they thought that was the best they could do, Crisis on Infinite Earths, and then Marvel somewhere went, let's call it Secret Wars. And I'm like, Secret Wars sounds sick. Why did you guys call it Secret Wars? (laughs) (laughs) There's gotta be a dude at DC who's going, God damn it, I can't believe they came up with that name. Like they, I'm not going to say everything's a hit because Infinity War sounds cool. Infinity Gauntlet, not nearly as cool. Infinity Quest, not nearly as cool. Age of Ultron, not nearly as cool. A Secret War, that's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. I can get behind that. Secret Invasion. Anything with secret. Secret is a pretty strong word. I'm excited to see more scrolls. Have you been keeping up with uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier? No, I have. I haven't been watching any of the, like the Marvel shows yet. I'm not lying. Uh, that show uh, is basically taking turns that I did not think it would take. Mm. You should definitely watch that show. Okay, I'll, I'll report back next week. So far, we have four episodes available. All right, doable. And they're about an hour long each. So you have more than enough time to catch up. Okay, easy. And I think the best part is, uh, I don't think you actually need to watch WandaVision for it. Because they have not bring up WandaVision at all. Okay, good. I don't know if it just happens at a different point in the timeline. But uh, you would think that wanda doing what she's doing would put a bigger ping on the radar and it doesn't seem to so i don't know what's going on hmm. they did mention that they didn't want the shows to play too heavy in influence so i guess they didn't want it to be required reading reading however that felt a bit like required reading like, I guess there'll be, like, a Cliff Notes version at the start of movies, but, uh, a lot happens. Hmm. 
<sighs> when you do watch it, you should let me know because there's a moment in which uh for a second I was like, I didn't think they'd take it this far. And I kinda wanna see your reaction to it. Okay. I'll I'll let you I think I I I hopefully I'll know what moment you're talking about. I feel like you will. Okay. All right. Uh, actually, no. Uh, before before we, I just realized we we never talked about your week, but uh, just to cap off my week, uh, I do want to talk about quickly. Uh, <laughs> my uh my recent lasso experience with uh, me and my buddy Rye, and uh, we got stuck real bad so we had like two different resets uh during truth and reconciliation probably arguably the hardest level of halo ce lasso legendary all skulls on for those that don't know for the um, uninitiated un- for the uninitiated the 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 uh, recruits um it's very difficult. So we were basically stuck at a point where, where I was on one side of the map, I was on the other side of the map, and I was at the checkpoint. And he had to fight off a bunch of people just to get to me, and then we would die instantly and have to do that over and over and over again. So we kind of realized we're like we actually are just straight up not going to make it to the ship tonight. We're not even going to get to like the part where you deal with wave after wave of enemies on uh, coming down from the truth and reconciliation. So we're going to try that again next week. Well, not next week. The week after. Next. Because uh, next Tuesday is my birthday and I'm doing stuff for that. Yes. What do you got planned, buddy? Uh, well, stuff that you're involved with, buddy. Uh, oh, and, shit. Uh, re- remember, I messaged the, the, the Racking City Town Hall. Uh-huh. And I was like, hey, y'all want to do something for the Tuesday? And everyone seems to be pretty free. I'm looking forward to it, man. Yeah. I'm looking forward to it, too. You know, quarter century mark. Okay, I know what number that is. I had to do some math there, but I figured it out. For for those that may not know, that's uh, 25. Congratulations, my man. You made it. I made it. Yay! You definitely made it. Uh, but that's more or less it for my week. Uh, hey buddy. How's your week? My week has been pretty good. Monster Hunter is better than it's ever been. There's never a better time to get into it. Um, I think Pat said it best, where he's like, this is the best Monster Hunter for newcomers, and when somebody cheekily went... But you say that every time and he just leans into the mic and goes, yeah, because they keep getting easier for newcomers. So now's the chance to get on in here. Uh, it's been fantastic. Uh, everything is beautiful. The new system. When I played it during the demo, I was lukewarm on it. But it has basically grown into probably my main way to hunt. They basically took what they added from world remixed it in a way that just removes the tedium from it. And it's never been better. It's never been more enjoyable. Uh, somebody is, how'd I put this? 
I am no longer going to take anything less than perfection from the Switch because Monster Hunter Rise runs way too well for certain games. I'm not going to name those games, but for certain games on the Switch to run as poorly as they do. And some people say it's the RE engine that's getting flexed. And that's the reason they can pull off such cool shit and such a smooth experience. However, some things I'm just not willing to put up with no more. It's such a good game. It nears perfection. And honestly, the only reason I can't wait for it to get to PC or you know what? I can wait the opposite. I can wait for it to get to PC because when I do get to experience it with all those extra frames, I'm sure it's going to look even better, but I'm not upset about getting to play early in a handheld factor. Mm. If I could just buy this for all of my friends, I would. This is, this is my Hollow Knight. Nick has Hollow Knight. Simply had Skullgirls. Monster Hunter Rise is probably my favorite game right now. Yeah, I feel like everyone in our group has like a game that we could associate them to it. And I also found out that uh, the actual series started on my birthday. We share a birth. Ah, there you go. Like exact day and everything. Uh, same day, but many years after. It's not that old. I I mean, yeah, no, I that's. Oh yeah, yeah, the exact same day. Yeah. I was surprised when I hopped on Twitter and it was like "Happy birthday to us," and I'm like, "No, happy birthday to me, man." (laughs) I can't believe you would steal my shine, Monster Hunter. How dare you! Do that to Other me. than that, uh, we watched a little bit of Generation Kill. That is what we yeah, watched, we right? should watch some more of that at some point. Uh, I watched so much Hunter Hunter. Such a good show. So you're you're going through that, right? Oh yeah, Hunter Hunter is great. It's act, it it looks like garbage. <laughs> <laughs> I will say, I will say. Hunter Hunter is a series that has to be turning people off, like just off the visuals. Because for years, my boy, for years, he told, like back when I was on 360 days, he would be like, man, you gotta check out Hunter Hunter. And I would go, no, that looks ugly. I don't want to associate with it. Gong looks like a fucking bitch. Yeah, I'm like, bro, have you seen naruto what naruto is doing because i had i was a kid i was only yeah. into naruto yes and my my fucking other shonens i did not care about hunter hunter's subpar visual quality and disgusting character design like gone look over here here he's got no drip that he's jacket no drip. Look, look looks like shit whack naruto over there he's rocking whack. the orange he's making it work He's got the orange jumpsuit. He is unstoppable. Okay. Uh, that said, I, one thing I noticed about the actual series, they rarely allow him to wear his outfit. 
that stupid green outfit is on for maybe 10 episodes. And then the next 100, he's rocking a wife beater. It is hilarious how fast they go. Damn, these designs are trash. Let's put him in something else for a while. Let's let him rock something that looks a little bit better. That's the one thing I will say. Like he looks better without the jacket. Like, he looks ten times better without the jacket. Especially, but I've also seen like his super form, and I thought it was the dumbest shit. Ever. I have not gotten that far yet. I didn't know there was a super form. He goes. Super he tight. he gets a super form. I guess I've only seen a fucking picture of it. It looks silly. He looks I... stupid. So there are three events so far maybe maybe a little bit more but the three that are most prevalent on my mind when it comes to hunter hunter is uh after a arc called greed island uh we find out a little bit about his dad because that's the whole thing about the story he wants to chase his dad his dad's Uh, like fuck off (laughs) for some reason his dad was uh, two letters away from deciding to drop the hard R in this MMO that he invented. Uh, <laughs> when he goes to find his dad uh, in this play, this game that his dad invented, he looks through the player list and he's like, wait a second. I remember meeting this person, Nig. Who's Nig? N-I-G. <laughs> damn. Like, damn, it's like that Hunter Hunter. <laughs> So the, the the Japanese version, it sounds like they go Niga, but you know what? I'ma let it slide. It's wild. Weird that he had to do that, but I'ma let it slide. <laughs> and then we get to And then we get to uh the main the main characters are Gone and Kalua, and we get to their Hunterpedia that happens at the end of every episode where they basically go in depth on some of the abilities of certain characters. Yes. And usually it's just a random character. So they just, you know, give the explanation. Except for the one time it was a black character. And for some reason, <gasps> they put him in blackface. No. Oh, my God. They didn't do the weird black anime lip thing. But they definitely decided we should color them in dark. So that Gon and Kalua are black for this thing. <laughs> oh, my God. Missing is if they had done the bad uh Twitter photoshops where you give him waves and <laughs> <down here. laughs> he's got the he's got the fucking studs. He's got the supreme jacket on and he's like, This is <laughs> this is this dude, and these are his abilities. And like they they weren't shitting on the dude, they were saying mostly nice things. It's just weird that they had to be black to say these things. <laughs> Oh. Then, aside from the what is I'm not I'm not even gonna sit here and like try to entertain and like bring up some, <laughs> some kind of uh cancellation and say, oh we gotta cancel Hunter Hunter. I'm not gonna say this is racism. This does not count. But we are moving away from the racial weirdness so that we can get into the fact that I feel like Hunter Hunter is aggressively homosexual. Like, it's weird how often gay things happen, and not weird because gay things are happening, um, but it wasn't ever billed that way to me. So, the two main characters, the two young boys, if you're looking from the outside, they seem very gay. 
And this this young child seems like he's in love with the other young child. And I'm like, oh, that's very cute. You know, if they told me that the uh, that the author was gay, I'd go, oh, yeah, I get that. I can see that. Yeah. However, one episode in particular <laughs> where uh, there are three villains involved and one of the main villain, the main villain gets fucked up. And the other two villains are around and they're trying to help him out. And they're like, let us share some of our our uh, life force with you. And the first villain shares some of his life force. Um, but in order to give it to him, he liquefies his, his life energy from the tip of his finger. It starts dripping it into his limp body, <laughs> into his open mouth. And then he then for some reason... The dude starts giving reviews, and so he goes, "This is the most delicious thing I've ever tasted." Oh, <laughs> so, so he keeps doing that. He starts giving a fucking in-depth review of the life energy he just received, which then prompts this dude who is wearing a bl- wearing a blouse and huge butterfly wings, and then he starts moaning loudly, and he's like, <laughs> "Oh, I can't believe it! You accept him into your body, and like it's weird." It's weird. I'm like, okay, that was weird. But he's got the life energy. Let's keep going. And he goes, but you're still not at full strength. It's not enough. And so the other dude, and these are two very different dudes. One of them is kind of like a soft boy. And the other one is like a big demon dude. The big demon dude is like, let me also share my life energy. Does the same thing. The same finger drip. I don't know why this is the chosen method of transferring life energies. But they didn't see the episode where Goku just puts his hand in the air and he high fives the world and he gets life energy <laughs> that way. They said, no, let's have everyone drip, drip uh, liquid energy into the mouth. And so he gets it. And I guess the review is different. So he's like, this energy is different. And he goes into how much he loves it. And he describes it as amazing. And he can't compare the two. And so after he describes this dude's life energy, that dude starts moaning. And then he goes, wow, I can't believe how honored I am to receive you guys. It's, it goes on even longer. Oh and then everybody's moaning. And then he's back to normal. And I'm like, what the fuck? That, oh was, God. that was a long time. <laughs> what happened? So yes, that series gets very gay. And this is not me, like, saying that's a reason to dislike it. I have nothing against it. I'm just noticing that this happened out of nowhere. And (laughs) I wasn't, I'm not saying I was disgusted or anything, but it was very noticeable that this would, like, for a second, I'm not going to lie. I'm be 100 with you. I closed my eyes for a second just to make sure that I wasn't overreacting. And I'm like, this sounds like gay sex. It sounds like they're having gay sex, and it's not my fault. <laughs> ah, the church is slowly clawing its way back into you. <laughs> Listen, I'm not. The series is great. I love Hunter Hunter. I can't wait to finish it. I'm like ten episodes away from being caught up. That just caught me super off guard. Another one hasn't happened since, um, and it's been pretty chill. Uh, the boys are still like secretly in love with each other, but it's a great series. It's held back by its art style, but it's a great series. I would recommend everybody watch it. Also, mm. the other thing I noticed, which uh, I guess is not normal 
to me for a shonen because I think this is a shonen. Uh, not a lot of female like fan service at all. Like every oh, there's not a lot of female character, characters in that show. I can tell you that. Uh, there's a few. There's a few. But every well, like, time there is a female, yeah. Oh, in comparison, there's a lot of dudes. There's a lot of characters. There's a lot of guys. But uh, the one thing I have noticed is that anytime a female is on on screen, she's treated with the most respect. She is fully clothed. Uh, a lot of them have wild personalities, and some of them have like complexes. But I'm gonna be real with you. Every single character in this goddamn show has some kind of complex, and they're very hyper focused on whatever they're into. That said, it's a great series. My favorite is uh, a girl who uses thread. And that's all I'm going to say. You'll know when you see her. She's pretty cool. Hmm. I was about to say, like, I just I just remember one other thing I did. Uh, you know, I always have trouble, you know, actually, like, watching new stuff and all, all sorts of stuff. You know what I don't have trouble with? Watching Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood. Just fucking crush that in a couple days. <laughs> just rewatch it like it's nothing that was always uh my problem too is i'd always go man i don't got time to watch all of us world or get caught up on game of thrones during that era uh but then my friend would point out how come oh you know what the biggest one is my <laughs> best one of my best friends he's a huge one piece fan and i have yeah. started marathoning one piece as well um but he's a huge one piece fan and i'm like i can't watch it it's too many episodes and I would always give him that excuse. When it was 500 episodes, it was too many. And the problem with an anime is it doesn't get less episodes. It's always going to get more episodes. Always more. So, so uh, after a while, he went, dude, you watch Arrested Development and Archer like every single day. At this point, <laughs> you've watched both of them six times in a row. You could have caught up by now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it's Arrested Development and Archer. Fucking get off my back, man! I, there, there was a long stretch of a matter uh, of of time when I was in school when I would just watch the entirety of Arrested Development and then go, "All right, what's next?" I haven't watched Archer in at least two seasons worth of content. <laughs> I guess I'll hop back on. Oh, <laughs> uh, goodness. And you know what? They're absolutely right. I don't know what it what it is. It's you know what? It's similar, but not exactly the same. What's happening now is I love to reference Lord of the Rings. Because it's Pepper's favorite, and I'm realizing like Jujutsu Jujutsu Kaisen. Uh it's one of those properties that a lot of women uh relate to and love. And you know what? I'm always trying to relate to the ladies. Mm. So I constantly make references to Lord of the Rings. I've only seen the first. Well, you know what? I've seen all of them. I only remember the first one because the, th- the first movie is dumb long. Have you seen the first movie? It is very long. Also, I, speaking of dumb long and the first movie specifically, I fuck. I'm not sure if I post in the uh, in the uh, group server, but I, I fucking we got a found a video that was Lord of the Rings, but every step Sam takes is the long is the farthest away he's ever been from the Shire, <laughs> and it's nine hours long. Oh, man. 
Because <laughs> it cuts to the scene every time. And it's the full scene every time. And the scene itself is like 40 seconds, but you're adding 40 seconds to every single step he takes. <laughs> it's every step he takes towards Mordor, specifically. <laughs> Oh my god! That movie. <laughs> and before the comments, I just kept dying at the comments. Honestly, that's what you know I was what there the worst for. Part is I would get the seven hours and think it's almost over because <laughs> no matter how many times I've seen Lord of the Rings, whenever they meet up in that first elf city, I think the movie's over. I think it's about yeah. To and then there's like another movie that just starts playing, and I'm like, hold on a second, let's slow down. <laughs> Wait <here."> a minute. <laughs> I'm just fucking thinking about like. What if he did that for the rest of the other, the other two movies? That that's like maybe a hundred hours. That might be two hundred hours. He absolutely should. Because he walks more in the other ones. Oh no! <laughs> it's just a climactic scene at Mount Doom or wherever the fuck the place is called where they have to drop the ring. And he's every step. <laughs> It's like, it's as far as I've been for the Shire. <laughs> oh, man. I do need to I do need to sit down and actually watch those for a while. I haven't watched those movies in forever. And I always wanted to watch the extended cuts, too. We I have any any time. So there's like three know, We know always... Nick is down anytime. Nick is down. Pepper's down as well. Pepper's, uh, one. that's one of her favorite things ever. So anytime I'm like wondering what's a good gift to get. Lord of the Rings is in the back of my mind. Like, that's definitely a Pepper property. Mm -hmm. But what else have I watched? Oh, Will Prince is on HBO. Will Prince? Fresh Prince. (laughs) Fresh Prince is on HBO Max. That's been great. That's been hilarious. And I've, I've basically been doing what I do in my MCU movies and trickling dc movies i watched that harlequin movie again can we admit that deadpool is probably the best comic book movie to ever come out deadpool 2 i wouldn't fight you on that uh you know what not the best but it's definitely top five it's definitely top five it's definitely a movie that's easy to watch i'll go back to it i love juggernaut in it and I, yeah, Juggernaut is really good. They definitely, it. they definitely didn't kill him because they referenced that he'll be up later. So I, I can't wait to see more. That actor nails Juggernaut. I, I, I only kind of miss Vinny Jones as ju- Juggernaut <laughs> on the Juggernaut, bitch. You know what? How, bring them both along. They love two doing Juggernaut on those X Men movies. Oh fuck yeah! So if you have two Juggernauts, Two juggernauts, who wins? Uh t- stalemate. It's like the world would explode. It just collapses in on itself as soon as they punch. I love it. I also love that uh That might be the only Let me not say that. I have to think about more. But uh Oh, you know what it is? That movie and Captain America might be the only two instances where characters like fuck them kids. Hmm. 
I don't know if you have you seen both movies. Yes. Let's you know what? Let's go ahead and say it now. This is not a spoiler free uh, podcast. No, we we just talked about watching. McCullough. I'm I'm not I'm not dancing around it anymore. We as media content enjoyers, you just got you got to police yourself. We're at the internet age. Watch things as they come out. You know what I'm saying? Everybody's at home. Things are coming out digital. You don't even have to leave your house. Uh, get caught up. It takes like an hour most of the time. So what I will say is cable coming to the past to kill a child is totally played straight. <laughs> at no point do they ever joke, oh, he's not going to kill the kid. He comes and he goes, Deadpool, you got 30 seconds to prevent me from killing this child. And if you fail, I'm going to kill the child. And he absolutely takes that shot in the same way that it's less obvious. But when Captain America fights uh, Spider-Man in Civil War, I feel like everybody remembers the little cute exchange they have about being New Yorkers. Because as New Yorkers, we got to talk about where we're from. It's just how we do it. Yeah, represent your shit. You got to represent your building, represent your your borough. But here's the thing. Everybody remembers that. No one remembers him destroying the platform holding up a bunch of metal above spider-man and then watching it drop onto him <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and then you watch spider-man barely hold it up and catch it but like they had never met he was gonna kill spider-man he was gonna <laughs> he was kill like, that motherfucker where are you from so i know where to send the body because <laughs> so <laughs> And I kind of, I kind of love that. We need more movies where the. What you're saying is, we need hero. more movies with New Yorkers. Yeah, you know what? <laughs> Let's get him out of here. Let's just kill him. It's, it's over with. <laughs> People also overlook the fact that uh, my boy War Machine goes. Can't we just go back in time and kill Baby Thanos? He got to live somewhere, right? <laughs> like the best part is. <laughs> He, Don Cheadle doesn't know what planet he's on. He doesn't know where he's from. He's like, somebody's got to have some information on baby Thanos so we can go and just strangle him real quick. We could just do that, right? Hot tub time machine. Hot tub time machine. You know, where you drown baby Thanos. He drown him in the hot tub. And then we go back in time with Rob Schneider. So that's all I'm saying. Maybe, maybe the uh, DC movies would be better if they try to kill some children. Yeah, yeah, they do. The, be- the best will, movies are, say, are where children. I will die. say Harlequin, Harlequin's movie was pretty. I will say Harlequin's movie, but let's be honest, they stole that movie from her. They took it back. I don't know if you've noticed that, but that movie was supposed to be a Harlequin movie, uh, but they had since changed the name to Birds of Prey. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. Harlequin. Well, I remember it, it was originally a Harley Quinn movie, and then it was Birds of Prey, and then everyone th- was like confused because they're like, "I thought, uh, I thought, we're, what, uh, I thought this was a Harley Quinn movie." So then they put in the subtitle, "The Emancipation of Harley Quinn." <laughs> I can't believe they took her movie, and and then kind of hear- gave it back. It's did weird. You, did you hear what else happened since then? What? Uh, the person that they hired. Hold on, let me let me double check. DC just canceled two things. I don't know if you heard this. 
But no. the only two properties they had that were being uh, led by, uh, I guess, non-white directors got shut down after, <laughs> after Zack Snyder's movie came out. The Trench and New Gods. So I guess New Gods was supposed to be about Dark Side and Friends. And I don't know what the trench is. But Ava DuVernay, who is... What does she make? I hear her name constantly. Oh, she made like When They See Us, Wrinkle on Time, 13th Selma. She makes black yeah. movies about black trauma and stuff like that. Black uh, trauma James, movies, not and, fun black movies. And yeah, I want fun black movies. I want Tenet. Make more tenants. I, I feel like that's what I've heard mostly from the black community is like, uh, dude, we get enough black trauma Bruh, if daily. Y'all were make, we if need y'all were more fun shit. One more goddamn time, I swear to God. But <laughs> the reason Where's black is, people killing dragons and shit? Bruh, do you remember Roll Bounce? Remember when black people would just be having fun and people were like, that's, <laughs> that's a good enough movie to make a movie? That's a good enough reason <laughs> to make a movie? Now, black movies only get made if uh somebody's crying on the cover they made or someone they made super uh, serious they, they even made like a a female-led one on amazon and i'm just like i'm tired bro i'm good but my favorite is them going well we can't make these movies because zach zach snyder already put dark side in his movie so we can't make another movie with dark side in it that doesn't make sense odd choice but okay they're Weird. like they, that's what they cite they said you know what he made he made dark side be in yeah recent announcement Snyderverse is officially dead the cut of justice league will remain non-canon but because oh they're non-canon God. you can't use those characters going forward so because oh dark side is now quote-unquote non-canon goodbye new gods goodbye the change <laughs> This fucking company, man. I love it. They just don't know what to do. Man, they're making big brain plays over there. I don't know what you mean. I don't know, man. (laughs) It's so frustrating. Because they have so much potential. But they They keep fucking up. They have so much potential. And it's disgusting that they keep fumbling that hard. Well... We've been going for an hour 40. Want to cut it here? You know what? Before we come to an end, though, we got we to gotta say goodbye to a real one. Yep. DMX passed away today. After, well, two days after uh, people who are dumb trend rip DMX because no one reads anything. They see DMX. They see that he's sick and they assumed he died two days ago. Uh, unfortunately, he did not win. Had a heart attack after his no, uh, overdose, yeah. and uh, now, unfortunately, a bunch of kids got to go without their dad. But you know yeah, what? Yeah, he had a lot of kids too. Yeah, what fifteen kids? Yeah, 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 a lot of kids. Jesus. But you know what? I think. I think uh, it'll at least bring peace, hopefully, to his family, knowing that. Uh, He's not suffering. He made a lot of songs about suffering. He did. I mean, he also went through a lot of shit. Man, like his shit is super lot radical. of shit. So yeah. Unfortunately, that voice is no longer with us. Uh, 
another dude also died today. Yeah, some other fucking people bloke. can't stop memeing on. And that's I was talking about this with a friend before we recorded this of like, dude, there's so much like actual like people mourning over DMX versus everyone. <laughs> the just hard juxtaposition <laughs> between damn, I can't believe DMX died. You know, that was such rest a hard in peace. thing to deal with. And yeah, you know, it's hard, it can man. weigh heavy on, on our souls. Maybe he found where his dogs oh. were at. Also, <laughs> bro, fuck them Royals. Finally, fuck that piece the of Royals, beef jerky. Man. Finally, that piece of beef jerky <laughs> fell off the table into the trash. We're, we're so done with the beef jerky family. Get them out of here. Get the fuck out of here. And then you have you crying. sack of sand. You have all those crying Royals and crying. Uh, the. It's one thing to have crying royals. It's more hilarious to have crying non-royals. Like, the subjects are out there in full effect with tears in their eyes. Like, I can't believe Prince Philip died. And then you the look at Prince Philip. Fucking 99! <laughs> you, look at, you look at fucking Palpatine over there. Uh, <laughs> and, then, and you go, damn, I thought he was dead already. I didn't know he was out there walking around. I, I, I thought before. that was just a soulless husk they were parading yeah, I around. I thought that was a wax figure. I didn't know he was supposed to be moving. That thing's alive? Well, it's not anymore. I think, honestly, like, no joke, I think that he's been dead for a while. I know people come out with conspiracy <laughs> theories constantly. This is an MF Doom situation. Honestly, I think when they put out that picture that everybody memed like a month ago of him sitting in the car, I think he was dead then. I think that they put out that picture. People went, haha, look, he looks dead. And they were like, damn, we got damn, caught. Damn, they caught on fast. <laughs> the chick is up. Let's just announce it. Let's get it over. Oh, my God. Uh, yeah, I don't care about the Royals. Fuck them. Yeah, um, and the fact that, that people love to say, like, oh, they don't have any power. They're just there. Like, do you see St- what the so fucking... Storm said that to me today, too. I was joking about how dumb it is that people care about this. Because if any other 99-year-old person died today, it wouldn't even... No one gives news. a fuck. But, like, he's like, well, you know, they're well-loved. It's a nice family. They're... And he always made the excuse... They're not even, like, really influencing anything. They're just there. And I'm like, how does that not make you more aggravated that there's just like, a random family who is on all your money and whose opinion is somehow important and that I'm pretty sure their existence shuts down several like days for whenever they want to go on a parade or whatever it is that rich royals do. It literally does. Like Prince Philip dying has like shut down the fucking British government. Like they're not doing anything at the moment. And the fucking, the news, the BBC, all they're talking about is Prince Philip this, Prince Philip that, Royals this, Royals that. They hold so much fucking sway in the Commonwealth, it's ridiculous. If, if one of our fucking people died, if, if when Ruth Bader Ginsburg died, the government said, all right, we're taking a break for a week, we're, we're mourning. We would be mad as fuck. America would not stand for that. <laughs> no. You guys were smart to get the office. fuck out. 
you, you also y'all fought for your freedom to get out uh my country was literally owned by a company and then we're like hey could we just be our own thing and they're like all right we yeah would, sure we would love to just be <laughs> hey y'all mind if i be <laughs> y'all mind if i exist like bet so yeah a royal is dead and i'm sure there's more i'm sure we'll get another guy in there He'll do whatever that happens to be needed. To I be. mean, no, he didn't actually do he'll do nothing because I, I forgot all. the fucking. Yeah, they don't the do royals shit. Do nothing. They they do nothing but sit around with a shitload of money. <clears throat> and so I saw uh, some people talking about how uh, the Megan. And that's why they're and, so afraid that they're gonna have a black child within their ranks. Yeah, so like I love the idea that like here's another hilarious thing. I know Megan's name. I don't know her husband name. I don't know which of the princess princes he managed. Uh, I believe it's Harry. Harry. So yeah, uh, I've been calling it uh, Princess Megan and her husband ever since they <laughs> went on Oprah and started spilling tea everywhere. Uh, a bunch of British people got upset and they're like, "This kind of behavior killed, <laughs> killed um, Prince Philip." And in my head, all I could think is, "Yeah, that lets you know we still got shooters out here. We ain't forget." <laughs> It can, it can happen at any moment. Also, like, it, uh, people were also discovering just now today that uh, Prince Philip and Queen Elizabeth are blood relatives. Disgusting. They were also married. Yeah. Because the royals had this whole, like, fucking crazy mindset of keeping the purity within the line. You know, that they're is- both descendants of Queen Victoria. And so, obviously, we want to, we don't want to, like, yeah, I did, get out I did of that. See that. I saw that thing that was, like, the last uh, royal with the bloodline of Victoria, the, the last uh, male or something like that. And I'm just like, wait, what? Both of them got blood of Victoria in them? That's very yep. disgusting. Yep, they're cousins. They're this no not- different than something cousin fuckers in Kentucky. <laughs> Maybe that's why all these hillbillies think themselves royalty. <laughs> that's the way that it used to go down and you know what they're traditionalist these hillbillies it's fucked up man it's fucked up <laughs> make it great again you know like back when we were under British rule well yeah uh, rest in peace to uh, to those who deserve it to the real king Philip. I hope he's burning in hell with the rest yeah, of his hopefully. disgusting bloodline and y'all can't do shit to me because I'm American. And you know what? Megan Merkel got me. <laughs> <laughs> and, and if they want to come after me, I'll, I'll fucking fight all you fuckers. You're all you don't old know where and he lives. His address is Yo. wrong. Oh yeah, that's the one thing we didn't talk about. <laughs> oh yeah, my fucking the saga of my address. Uh, I won't go into too many details other than you were right, my friend. Mm-hmm. You were right. <laughs> Officially, the government doesn't know where you live because they're poorly uh, poorly operated. So there you go. Well, not the government. Just PayPal. <laughs> just PayPal. I, I'll fix that. But I'm, I I think I have to wait until Monday to actually have my PayPal work again. I can finally have Spotify back. Oh, my God. I've. I didn't realize how much I relied on Spotify until I didn't have it. Well, I'm happy that uh, my suggestion worked. And you were right. Back on track. You were right. Listen, <laughs> of course I'm right. 
I understand. I understand. I should have never doubted you. A broken system. I don't know did why you, I ever doubted you. Did you hear about what uh what drivers are doing in America for like Uber and stuff? Uh, apparently driving cross-legged from this thing I just saw. Cross-legged? What? It's fucked up. Uh, I don't want to. That's a serial killer thing. Um, anyways, yeah. So what they're doing is uh, apparently it's algorithm-based. How they double out different uh, price points. So like, yeah, they get a tip, but they also get payment from uh, Instacart. And it can yeah. be as low as $3. Um, until somebody cancels it, and then once they get enough cancellations, they increase the price. Basically, that's how the algorithm works. It becomes a higher priority to get this done, so it can get up to like seven dollars and stuff like that. So drivers said, "What if we just got together and just collectively stopped accepting the three-dollar ones to force yeah. the algorithm to constantly give us all better ones?" And apparently, they say it's working. So fuck all algorithms, bro. If it's a system, work it. Work the system. Take that thing down, flip it in reverse. All right. Well, this has been a podcast. Raul, where can they find you? You can find me, as always, on uh, Twitch and Twitter, mostly on Twitter, at OroClub, O-R-O-C-L-V-B. And where can they find you, my man? You can find me at Vagabond Haunted on Twitter. And from there, you'll find everything else. We gotta go I find that names. We gotta get you that name. I gotta. I'm, I'm. I've got a website that is keeping track of certain names for me to hop on them. I could just rebrand to Fade Man Haunt, but I don't want to have to do that already. <laughs> I already got. I, I like. I like having Haunt Vag- Vagabond. Fade Man Haunt is the. Uh, that's gonna be like the one of the aliases. And you know what? One of these days, you won't get that check mark and everything. Once you get that check mark, you can demand the name. I, I could just, yeah, I can make the demands. Give me, give me what I want. <sighs> Anyways, this has been a good night of podcasting. So thank y'all for coming out and listening. We appreciate it every appreciate fucking you. time. Love you. Have a good night.